It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. It's uh, Thursday, September 12, 2017. Talk to you. Uh, AMSS MC Power Hour. Maybe I see you're on the line. I didn't really have a topic show tonight. You said you might have a couple. Yeah, Bill, I'm here. Um want to thank everybody that's tuning in from the United States and from around the world. Uh, thanks, everybody, and um, hopefully uh, we have a couple of brothers that committed uh, last night to being on the show tonight, or at least listening in. Uh, it'd be a great thing. Well, you know, this thing about uh, Antifa, you know, taking on and dismantling organizations as far as uh, police organizations and and, uh, city organizations. I I just laugh at that because who the hell is fucking Antifa? Um, Are they some uh, organized uh, assembly now that, uh, you know, should be on the hate watch list? I I don't know, Mel. I mean, I don't know if you can elaborate on that or or if you can't. Here's a brief thing that I read. Uh, and it features a story on Antifa protesters who physically assault those who disagree with. Lays out a narrative that the leftist protesters are driven to violence in effort to achieve peace. That's- yeah, they are. They are uh, um, really. They are. Uh, on going on most terrorist watch lists. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, what happened in, um, oh, heck, uh, where the, uh, you know, where uh, we had a, they, we had a permit and they didn't, and they turned around to, you know, what is that, uh, Pittsburgh, no, it's not Pittsburgh, uh, Virginia Bird. You know what I'm talking about. I'm kind of tired. It's been a long day. Um, yeah, I know. I've been on the phone all day talking to all kinds of different people, uh, mostly the bank, lawyer, a couple lawyers, <laughs> clerk's office. <laughs> Fucking sucks. Uh, no, I was just, uh, my, I was trying, my uncle died and he left my cousin some money and I helped him out a lot. I, most of his stuff, so... Uh, he had a second check coming from his inheritance, and, and I we it, it's been over a year, and we should be hearing something back. And they've been passing the buck on him. No, oh, so yeah, that happened. That happened. Yeah, so I got. Um, yeah, I just saying, Tifa shit, man. They're crazy though. 
Uh, yeah, they're they're doing different shit. They're, they're going. They're they're really lining up with these Black Lives Matters, and and they talk out of both sides of their neck, and they're really starting to go on the. Uh, they're really more violent, trying to be more violent than what the white supremacists are about attacking people. I mean, it comes right down to it. They're just as racist towards the white race as uh, what they claim we are against any other race, which really, I mean, I don't really give a fuck what any other race does. I mean, uh, you can even move in next door. I don't give a damn. Don't think I'm going to be, you know, over there shaking your hand or breaking bread with you. I'm not going to like it, but what can I do? Uh, make sure your kids at home uh, play with my kids. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, and these Antifa guys are really, uh, they're, they're getting violent and vicious, and they're not only against us, they're against all Republicans, they're against Trump. If you're a Trump supporter, you, then you're racist, and they're coming to get your ass. Well, come bring it on, what I say. You know, there's a certain yeah. news organization that says um, they speculate that Antifa is a grassroots organization that lacks central leadership, although it has been documented by Breitbart News that powerful leftists, including George Soros, are funding protests and protesters. Wow, really? Yeah, fucking stupid. I mean, they are... Uh... That's just what they're doing. I mean, look just what happened in Charlottesville. They, these, they all had perfectly good right to be out there in their own area. And the way it was set up, they all could have went to their own area. But they just knew these supremacists were having their function too. And all three of them could have had a nice, peaceful uh, demonstration. But no, no, these guys had to come down and start attacking the supremacists. Uh, the supremacists stayed in their own area. It was these Antifa, Black Lives Matters, and, and groups like this, the left wing, that was uh, attacking these guys. And uh, it was coming from two different directions. And they had two big, nice mobs there, but Antifa was with both. Right. Yeah. I mean, right there's, you know, uh, I don't know, there's got to be some sort of leadership. I mean, why haven't they uh, enforced the RICO Act on these guys? They're not going to. I mean, the only people that they really, you know, want to enact the RICO or um, uh, hate crimes or anything like that is us. I mean, basically, they, they want to enact Take crimes on us, and, and you know, I mean, it's just a bunch of fucking bullshit. Got a letter from Chuck. Yeah, I said. Oh, got a letter from RVP today. How do you like that? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, let me look it over real quick and see if I can read it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll continue. You know, Antifa activists don't hesitate to destroy property, which many see as the incarceration of unfair, unfair wealth distribution. And some launches attack against people who aren't physically attacking them. 
Well, that, that to me is a terrorist cell. You're gonna, if you're going to attack somebody that's not even, a, even talking about you? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I just, you know, it, it's amazing what other organizations get away with. But, you know, when you start talking about white power, then obviously, you know, we, we're on a on, on different, basically uh, uh, a different level. Of rules and regulations. Yeah. Looks like we had guest three. Guest three left the chat. I thought I was guest two, but I guess I'm not. I don't know. Back in a week or two, uh, the case they're holding on him. So weak, the parole board won't even hold it. Oh, good. Yeah, so um, he got he had gotten his uh, parole reinstated today, and that was ten four seventeen, and he should be back in the county within a couple of weeks, probably another thirty days. Cause it takes thirty days to process the paperwork. Uh, and then he can make bond. That's even better. He's got a good lawyer, and if it's that week that the parole ain't board ain't gonna hold him, uh, he definitely will beat this charge. And speaking of, I a guy called me out of the blue, a number I didn't recognize for some reason. Boom! I hit answer, and I'll be damned if it wasn't Aussie's uh, buddy from Australia that he contacted and asked him to. Please contact me, and he gave him my phone number, and he told me that Aussie's getting my envelopes, but they're not letting him have my mail, and they're not letting him write me. But he just wanted to get, he got a hold of somebody and had him call me and be sure to let me know that uh, uh, he's thinking about me and that he's getting my envelopes. So I think instead of writing him a letter, I'm just going to put my name on an envelope and mail it to him. Right. Right, I mean, I would. Uh-huh. Australia, they, they definitely have some weird-ass rules, and there is no speedy uh, and due process. Uh, he hasn't even been, has he even been uh, uh, charged with a crime? Oh, I'm still on there. Yeah, has Aussie even been charged with a crime? Yeah, I lost you there for a minute. Oh, I said, has Aussie even been charged with a crime? Has Aussie what? Been charged with a crime? Um, It don't sound like it, man. They, they've uh, come up with this witness. A year, um, she lied. They, they claim she lied to them a year ago. Didn't know nothing about it, and they cut her loose because they couldn't prove it. And then, all of a sudden, a year later, she gets busted and has a crime, and she's willing to tell the truth now, and, and she's a good witness. But just last year, she was a fucking liar. So she lied yeah, well. to the police. But so now, um, 
she's working for them, suddenly her word's good. Yeah, fair it is. Oh. Well, I, uh, you know, from the pictures that I posted on the webpage and everything else, now it looked like you guys had one hell of a time and um, at the reunion conference, and I uh, want to give a, you know, a, a nice heads up and a big thank you to uh, Reverend James Logson for holding the event. Um, Everything you sent me, Mel, I, I posted on the uh, on the website, and uh, uh, especially for those brothers that uh, their old lady didn't show up, so there was uh, at least an alibi for those uh, brothers that <laughs> that uh, didn't have their old ladies with them. But you know, it's not really about that. It was um, just a new, fresh look for the the web page, and you know, a reunion conference. Uh, there was a, you know, I, I wish I could have been in, in attendance, and I wish there could have been more people in attendance, but there's only, a, you know, very, there's very few uh, things that I can pretty much, you know, get prepared for in, in a single year. Yeah. Let's head down there. Brother John, it looked like you're in the kind of kind of in the background just a little bit, just taking it all in. What was your take on, on the reunion conference? I, I thought it was good. I had a good time. So it was a lot of fun. Um, got a little bit of business taken care of. The only thing uh, that it rained was kind of, but we were inside, so it wasn't a real big deal. Food was good. Company was good. Yeah. So anytime you have dentist, anytime you have dentist and the Kiffin on the, uh, on the platform, and you got a brother like Reverend James Logston. I mean, you're not going to have a boring weekend. <laughs> How can you go wrong with that? Huh? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, even even if Antifa would have showed up for that event, they'd have been on the losing end and stick for that fucking one. <laughs> uh, uh, it was, it was actually a, it was a really good weekend. Yeah, I kept on the on the quiet side. Up. Hi guys. Hey. Uh, hey Brooke. I had a, a really good time up there too. Everybody we got to meet was really good. I it was my first time meeting James's wife and I I congratulated her on being able to put up with him. <laughs> <laughs> You got a trophy for that. <laughs> uh, it, 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 I had a really good time. I, I, the sandwiches were awesome. <laughs> oh, man, he ordered these badass sandwiches from some Italian spaghetti joint. Holy shit, them sandwiches were good. I don't know where he got them, but they had... They had ass-kicking bread, whatever that bread was they used on that. Man. Yeah, like I said, you know, I posted it on uh, on, on the website, and, I, you know, I'm sure everybody was um, happy with the, the speed of the, on how fast the pictures got put up, but, you know, and, and, and no, no, uh, <laughs> no disclosure on where this event was happening. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, uh, you know, I do appreciate you, Mel, sending the pictures. And, yeah, Brooke, it looked like you got pretty tipsy there. 
Oh, oh, let me tell you. I do have <laughs> one problem, though. I have a problem with somebody that keeps a goddamn Chucky doll in their house like it's a, something fun and cool to look at. James has got a twisted, warped problem there with having a Chucky doll in his living room. <laughs> the problem with that is they also had a machete where you could get at it. That wasn't a good idea either. Well, you know. <laughs> a girl's got to protect herself. <laughs> well, we all know what to buy at work for Christmas. A nice Chucky doll. <laughs> J.D., that won't end very well. Well... I don't care. I mean, I, I sent the, the I, I sent the um, the BLM flag, and that you guys desecrated, and I didn't care about that. I spent good money for it, but you know, it was uh, well worth it. <laughs> okay, so the next time you run over a gas can in my yard and you gas all over your car, I won't splash it off with water. <laughs> that wasn't gas. That was diesel. Oh, yeah, I was diesel. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding, Brooke. I mean, hell, you know, you guys, I had I had so much fun at the, up at the bonfire. And like I said, I wish I could have made the reunion conference. You know, a lot of people, I mean, I I was on the phone last night uh, with Brother Ed for three hours. And I'm hoping he calls in tonight. But uh, Brother Ed just, um, you know, he drove 1,100 miles. Um, yeah. And, he basically floated back on a cloud, and it was like, bro, you know, we weren't giving you shit for, we were giving you shit for not showing up, but now you know why you need to show up. He's like, I ain't going to miss anything that I can attend, you know, and it's like, yeah, guys, this is what it's about. You have to make these meetings. You have to make, you have to do a little bit of, of sacrifices, and he's like, yeah, and the old lady will be going with me next time, and I'm like, well, good. I mean, that's that's good. You know, you, you think people are giving you shit. It's only just to get, it, it's basically to get you there. <laughs> to make you mad enough to get you there, you know what I mean? And um, right. he, he had a really he had a really good time, and uh, a lot of information passed around. And you know, there's stuff that we can't talk on the phone. I mean, come on, you know, we, right, it's right. not like it's like not like we're propagandizing terrorism or you know, propagandizing our agenda as terrorists, like everybody likes to label us, but. There are certain things within um, our organization that we need to talk to people one-on-one. You know, I, I personally don't like talking on the phone due to the mere fact that I want to see a person's facial reactions when I'm talking about a certain subject or, or, or a certain topic. You know what I mean? It, you you yeah, don't know what the other person on, on the other end of the line is going, oh, yeah, this guy's a, a dumbass or a jerk-off, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Oh, but poor old Ed, he had to ride all the way back from that meeting, all the way back to the boss's house with me and Dez. Yeah, that Chucky doll. <laughs> that poor guy. He probably heard stuff that he will never probably forget. <laughs> I don't remember myself, but he probably will never forget. You <laughs> could imagine girls uh, just a few beers. Uh, 
<laughs> just a few. They, they had plenty of that there, man. <laughs> Poor old James, he, he had everybody's beer on stock and everything, and we all brought our own. <laughs> Uh, no, we had a good time up there. I had a lot of fun. I just, this is always, you just wish everybody wasn't so far away where we could all do this, like, not every weekend, but uh, close. It, it, I Much more often. Together with everybody. It makes you feel good, man. It does something to your soul to be surrounded by all the people that think like you and and have the same agenda and the same wants out of life and uh, yeah. refreshing. It really is. It's a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I met Brother John up at uh, up at the bonfire and, you know, we talked a little bit and, you know, it, it it's good to know people on a on a on on a personal level, not not just talk over the phone. I mean, you know, Brother John's been on you know pretty religiously on talk show recently, and um, you know I appreciate that, you know. And we we discuss certain things, and it's something that we couldn't discuss over the phone. It's it's not because that we're doing conspiring to do anything. It's just you know I there's certain things that. The government really doesn't need to know it. It's nothing that we're doing that's bad. It's just I don't know. I mean, it's just it's it's a better experience on, on a face-to-face conversation versus over the damn phone. It's just a better level. It is. It's a more personal. Uh, like you say, you look in a guy's eyes and look in his face, and you know that's what you need. Then I can't believe I got ratted out by my own brother sleeping in his tent and on his air mattress, storming storm my ass off, and then Dennis and all them thought it was Mel. <laughs> Mel, no, that was fucking JD, and I'm like, oh, bro, you just ratted me out. <laughs> yeah, the whole tent was sucking in and blowing up and sucking in and blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those uh, those breathing tubes that they put in. What is that, the lung of life? <laughs> but, I mean, we had a fun time. It was fun seeing Mel and uh, and um, the boss cooking breakfast the next morning. That was definitely interesting. Oh, that should have been videotaped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, Mel tried hard to keep them eggs on that thing. It just wasn't working. But that's the well, kind of that's, that's that we like to do. I mean, that's that's the camaraderie. That's the breaking breaking of the bread and you know the the, the brotherhood uh, behind this brotherhood that we have. You know, a lot of people. Oh, well, you're. Uh, you claim to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent organization, an outlaw biker group, but yet 
Um, you also claim that we do everything 100%. We all, you, you know, we also claim that we do everything 100% legal, which we do. You know, I mean, that's the only reason why we kept our asses out of jail. But I mean, at the same time, we have so much fun together as not as an organization, not as a 100% uh, club, but as a family. That's where this all lies, is we're just one big, gigantic family. Whether it goes from South Africa, whether it's uh, in Canada, or, you know, uh, where Brother Savage is, uh, or within the United States. I mean, we are just one big family, and, and that's what it amounts to, and that's what it really boils down to. All right. People can... People could call us whatever the hell they want, but they don't know us. You can put a label on me, but you don't know me. That's like me putting label labels on people and individuals that I don't know. Is that really fair? The only fairness is is God will judge me. No man has the right to judge me. No organization has the right to label me. Um, you know, with that with that line of thought, I mean, we've been labeled everything from that, you know, a hate watch list to, you know, terrorists to the homegrown terrorists. And, and that's the furthest thing from the truth. We don't have any agenda other than to be with our like-minded mankind. You know what I mean? And, and it's not, that, that shouldn't be illegal. That shouldn't be a label. I mean, other other ethnic backgrounds do the same thing. They're, you know, are they put on a watch list? Are they terrorists? Are they, you know, I mean, what are they? They're, they basically are, they're doing the same thing we're doing, but yet, you know, since we're white, we get all these nice little labels and names. Yeah. <laughs> but so be it. We'll continue to do what we do and do what we do best, and that's create a family. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it was a super good time at Kansas. I'm sorry. I flipped off on you guys. Read my letter. Uh, sounds really good for our brother. He'll be out soon. And uh, uh, he should be out by Tuesday. He'll be calling the boss on Wednesday. He's so thankful for, for all of us holding this and the boss holding this position for him. Uh, it's just awesome because I've been a very good brother to y'all, but I will be. You'll see. And uh, he says he'll be talking to us all on the telephone before we know it. Brother, Brother Chuck is a unique individual. I mean, he was there with you, Mel. He's one of the elite patch members um, that uh, was recognized by Pastor Butler uh, as a prison patch. Um, Brother Chuck, uh, you know, after Pastor Butler died, basically had no, uh, no, nothing coming from um, the Church of Jesus Christ Christian or, or any, any, anything. They just nothing but a bunch of fucking yahoos trying to walk in the shoes of a great man. And and so Brother Chuck went to a different organization, which you know is, is basically similar in, in uh, ideology. It's just you know he, he had to go where he had had 
a means and a support group. You know what I mean? You can't be supported from the out. It can't be supported from the outside and get newsletters and what's going on on the outside world. Then you got to move on, I guess. You know, I mean, I don't know what prison life is like, or <laughs> nor do I ever want to. But um, yeah. you know, when when you when you get all these letters from CJCCAN and all of a sudden they stop. Um. You got to do what you got to do, and Brother Chuck is a, a unique individual, and he's been put in a position that is well deserving of a man. And so, therefore, I don't see why he would ever think that we would take that away from him. I mean, he's earned where he's gotten, and he's he's earned where he will go. Um, but you know, this organization is not about just giving out. Uh, Paper ship membership to just anybody that just thinks that they they're the shit or, or or this or that or well you know I I you know I I'm this I I came from this organization well you know okay well you're gonna have to go through the IS scrutiny in this organization uh, to even get anything you know what I mean we don't hand out uh, paper ship membership that's just that's just us sorry you know what I mean. No. Uh, I'd love to hear from Brother Chuck. I have never talked to him, just, you know, on Core Links a little bit and this and that. Uh, never met the man, but, you know, I, I do know uh, Brother Chuck through Mel, basically. Uh, yeah, we did a lot of time together. I sat with him for about six years straight. I met him maybe in my second year. I got banked from one prison to another. I ended up violating and uh, a work release program and went right back to where I was at with Chuck. And then I got out on parole, and I violated that within six months. But I told them all I was going to violate within six months because in Illinois, they you violate your parole, they cut your parole time in half, and you do half your parole time. So if I'd done at least six months, I could violate parole, go in back into prison and uh, do nine months. After doing six years, I could do nine months standing on my head, especially with just a six-month break. So then I could uh, leave the state or the county that I lived in because they kept shrinking my circle. And I come from a small town with 5,000 people. So, I mean, cops are always breathing down my neck there, and I always do so much better when I I move away from home. And that's kind of what I told Chuck, you know, when you got out, you got to kind of do whatever it takes to move away from that hometown area. You may not be able to move out of state, but you can at least move a couple counties away. And uh, he was in the process of doing that when, uh, well, unfortunately, yeah, I set him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer. You know, you you know, if you get out of prison and you've done your time for your crime, then um, yeah, you probably need to move a couple counties over, if not to a different state, or at least you know get out of the jurisdiction of the of the county that you got busted in. And it's time for a fresh start. Time to time right. to um, turn the turn the page. Don't look back, and move on. Well, everybody knows in the jukebox. Uh, broadcast it too, you know, you go back to your, even in the movies, those guys go back to their hometown area, you see them being harassed by the police, it's just a known fact, I mean, you're an easy target, and they got your number, uh, most likely, you know, um, 
Illinois State Prison has a 98% return policy. I was one of those 2% that don't. Well, they're waiting for them. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, was a brother Ed did tell me a funny story, man. And, and before I forget it, I'm, I'm trying to interrupt, but uh, he got lost trying to find the boss's house, and I guess his cop was staring him down. And I mean, he's on the phone with everybody he fucking knows. And I'm like, dude, all you had to do is go over there and knock on that cop's window or pull up next to him and say, hey, you know where Dennis McKissin lives? Hey, I said he probably would have just led you the way or pointed you in the right direction, man. And he goes. Why wouldn't I talk to him? You know, he goes, I finally got a hold of somebody, and I'm like, dude, everybody in that town knows Dennis. Everybody, you know. So yeah. I mean, I, I said, you know, but you know, I, I would have just fired it. Hey, I need some directions. You know what I mean? You know where Dennis lives? <laughs> they know where he lives. Oh yeah, they all know where he lives. I don't care if they're a rookie or a senior officer; <laughs> they know where he lives. But no, it was a funny story, and and, and brother, uh, Ed, brother Ed was telling me that, and I was like, "Shit, Ed, you, well, you didn't have to call anybody." <laughs> but no, man, every time I'm up at the compound, and you know, with my brothers, I mean, it's the best of the best times. I mean, we always have a great time, and. Uh, yeah, we're always uh, well taken care of and everything else. I mean, it's just you, you can't ask for anything better. Yeah. Did I lose everybody? I heard Mel saying, saying something, but I couldn't hear him. We're always up there playing and laughing and joking and teasing each other, man. You can't beat it. Oh, yeah. No, heck no. Mel, you're kind of talking in and out. Who is? You. Yeah. I was running back and forth for a minute. But, you know, uh, after finding out where you live, I'm surprised you even get cell service out there in that fucking in the middle of the boondocks. <laughs> yeah, I am out here in the boonies, man. Uh, I, I love the it, it, of it, though. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. I wouldn't trade it for anything either. I mean, shit. Peace, peace and solitude. I had five deer right up on my front door yesterday. Well, guys, you know that that season is coming up, and so um, good old brother SSJD won't be here for quite a few, <laughs> quite a few uh, top sheet programs. Oh yeah. No, I, I gotta go out next couple weeks. Well, I'm leaving next week. Where are you going, John? Well, you know, I gotta go. I, I gotta. Yeah, John, where are you going, bro? I gotta go to the your the the big gay day because I gotta go to my mom's 
for my dad's uh, service. Uh, and I got a I got an appointment in. I got a huh? You're gonna be out there for Gay Pride Week? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'll be marching with it, all the gay guys and shit. Yeah. Go down there. Oh, don't don't forget, don't don't forget your rainbow flag and your San Francisco slippers, bro. Hey man, don't wear your gear. Pass them off to somebody. Don't wear your gear, but go down there and get some pictures and see if you can find any Antifa hat members hanging out with those queers or any Black Lives Matters members hanging out with those queers. Get pictures of them hanging out at the gay parade. Yeah, they, they all hang together. Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be moving around. I got to go from from here to Sacramento, and then to uh, the East Bay, and then down to Fresno, and then down to San Diego, and come back. And then I got to go to a wedding in uh, Arizona on the fifth of November. Or the eleventh of November. I'm sorry. And, Find some uh, good juicy shit I could tease you about. about I'm going to a gay parade. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll bring you a little rainbow flag that you can put on your desk. And you got pictures too. <laughs> <laughs> I get a bunch of them. <laughs> shit. Little, little, rainbow, little, rain, little rainbow flags and little Black Lives Matter flags. <laughs>
that was like the frosting on the cake to have all those queer balls down there and you know, all the shit they did. Except that's where AIDS started, too. That was like a gay paradise. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, you know, gay Miami down there. Leopard Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was there for a while. Uh, yeah. AIDS City. Like, they kept running around. Why Why don't they want to find a cure for this? Like, uh... Well, kind of because. <laughs> What's the point? I'd like, I'd like to go out there to California, man, and see the sights, check out the ocean view, and ride up that Highway 101 right up into uh, Washington and shit. But uh, I, I don't know. No, you would you you wouldn't fit in, and you get your ass in trouble real quick. Uh, we did that two years ago. We came from. Uh, uh, Illinois, and we we took the southern route, went down through, uh, went right through for your hometown. I didn't know you then, but we went through Tulsa and uh, Oklahoma City and down that way, and then we went down through uh, Arizona and New Mexico, all that, and went up through Las Vegas and then hit uh, San Diego 101 and then just went all the way up uh, 101 to Sacramento. That's beautiful. Oh, I, yeah. that, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful drive. The Pacific Coast Highway one. Yeah, that's why we used to do that. Oh. You know, cross country in the year. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, we need well, to put some rides know, together. Yeah, we do. But I mean, Northern California is pretty much on flames right now. I don't know. Uh, what the hell is going to happen with Napa Valley and everything else? I know it's north of San Francisco, but um, all it takes is a wind direction uh, change, and it'll start headed back, heading back towards uh, yeah. Bay. I've been watching the news here, and it's it's just toast. I mean, they it, they had over thirty five hundred homes just gone schools and, and more houses and they're, they're saying it's going to get worse before it gets better and they've shown pictures of before and after where you know there's this beautiful big subdivision of you know hundreds of homes and then the next picture it's just ashes you know the only thing that's still standing are the uh, 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 fireplace things chimneys everything else is gone it's just yeah, even the the mobile homes melted because they're aluminum. The, the you know tires on the cars, the cars melt. I mean, it's just incredible. It's crazy down there. It, and they're, it, it, they're it, it is. Two two big fires are going to merge into one, and it's uh, yeah, that whole whole place is on fire. I imagine you get land pretty cheap over that way now. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe cheaper than it was when there was a house on it. But other than that, no. <laughs> and then Arabs will be in there buying that shit up like it was fun. Oh yeah. Money. Well, so they need to need to go to war with them, and after they get everything, then take it back. Bastards. Right. 
Napa Valley, too, man. Yeah. Yeah, that place is just all smoked out. Everything's gone. Well, yeah, Napa Valley hasn't been hit yet, right? Um, it's on top of the mountain, basically. We're ready to hit Napa Valley. No, it hit it. it. All the wineries are all burned up. The houses are burned up. I mean, it, it's they're still doing evacuations. They had uh, they were uh, evacuating twenty thousand people here, like I don't know today or yesterday, and told them to get out because the fires are just. I mean, they're not even contained or anything. They're just they're going like crazy, and they don't know if they can contain them. You know, the firefighters are. They've been. Uh, you know, they're like on their second day without a break, and they're just, you know, they're strung out. They they can't fight anymore, and uh, the fires aren't getting any easier. So, yeah, well, I, I think I, I did think that, well, I thought I saw uh, on a geographical map of Google that uh, South Lake Tahoe uh, is in that realm, and, and I mean, I've been to uh, Lake Tahoe, and it's beautiful. I mean, just beautiful. But I, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe Trump needs to initiate the National Guard and start getting those helicopters to do uh, water drops or, you know, you know, water droppings. I mean, they got those big. Uh, well, I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything about South Lake Tahoe. South Lake Tahoe is quite a bit higher. You from from Reno Tahoe area, it drops way down, and it right. and you you go quite a ways north, and that's where all the fires are. So I don't know. I mean, they that could would, go go in that direction, but uh, it, it would take quite a bit. It would be you know, several would. days. Huh? Oh, yeah. it would. But I mean, you know, maybe maybe um, you know, there was a new uh, homeland um, homeland uh, secretary basically um, announced today is you know uh, that President Trump announced today. Uh, and, you know, the Homeland Security has been doing an awesome job with, you know, Harvey and and and, and all these, you know, with, with Texas and Florida. And regardless of what Puerto Rico says, I mean, hell, you know, there's only so much we can do. It's a freaking island, and you can you only have to, you have to barge everything in. And, you know, people are still bitching down there about not enough relief, not enough relief. Well, you know, when you're doing helo drops and everything else, and, you know, on this island, yeah, I understand that there's 3.5 million people. I mean, but there's only so much you can do in in rescue release. I mean, 80 percent of uh, what he was saying was that they need to get their act together and start doing for themselves. They can't just sit there and wait for FEMA to, you know, keep coming and giving them food and water and whatever. That they got to, you know, do something for themselves because the big thing was that FEMA's not going to be there forever. You know, I mean, they, they need to start doing something, and they're not doing anything, and that's why he's getting mad. Well, right, and General Kelly, and, and, and I give the guy kudos because he actually addressed the uh, uh, in the White House uh, press uh, room today, and uh, I tell you what, um, that guy is right, right on, step on. Um, you know, I mean, he is. I mean, he he handled that media like nobody else could handle that media. I mean, yeah. he, he had the same agenda, but it was a different messenger. And yeah. um, I, I I watched that, and I I was just like, 
this guy is fucking awesome due to the mere fact that he's saying the same thing that Huckabee would have said, but with a, a different credentials. I mean, this guy is he, He's been there before. <laughs> well, he's, been, he's not only been there before and done that, but, um, you know, he said this is his hardest job he's ever had. And, you know, he's not here. He's not, you know, the White House. Um, oh, hell, what the hell is his damn job? White House uh, chief of staff to right. babysit Donald Trump. He's basically there to um, give him the best advice and give him the best uh, sources of information. And he's 100% 100 correct. And just the way he handled that press corps, I was totally fucking impressed. He's he's talked to them before. You know, he's he's made a lot of speeches. He's talked to a lot of people. That's what I was getting at, is that he's he's done that kind of thing before. He knows how to handle people, and he was brilliant when he did it. That That was good. Very impressive. It, it was, but if you if you remember, uh, Brother John, today uh, they addressed uh, ISIS and and uh, several other topics. But you know, he he said that the United States would wrap around, um, wrap wrap their arms around anybody that wanted to support, you know, to uh, to get terrorists out of their out of their countries. And he addressed North Africa, South Africa, and and Asia. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So all this stuff that we've been hearing from our general down in South Africa has just become is this basically been vindicated by uh, General Kelly. I mean, did you get that kind of uh, take on that, John? John? I caught I caught the end of it where he was where he was talking about. Um, the um, he was at a White House uh, press meeting, and he was he was doing the the talking about uh, Puerto Rico and and FEMA and that. I didn't hear anything about the all that other stuff. Oh no, I, I watched the entire uh, I watched the entire uh, uh, thing today. Uh, his entire uh, uh, basically suppressing the uh, the uh, the White House media for. Um, you know, and, and doing it in a manner that nobody else could do it because, he, I mean, like you said, Brother John, he's been there and he's done that before. But um, he uh, addressed the fact that uh, ISIS is, uh, you know, bugging out of certain countries and now they're going into West Euro- Western Europe or where, wherever he said. I you know, don't, don't have that information in front of me. But also that there are terrorist organizations and cells within North Africa, South Africa, and um, Asia, and right. they don't know how they don't know how to handle these terrorists. But if anybody wants help, America is on your side when it comes to terror or terrorism. Right. And uh, I mean, General Kelly, yeah. brilliant, uh, yeah. absolutely I'm- brilliant. I missed the whole. I, I caught the the tail end of it where he was talking about you know what's going on here. I didn't hear any of that other stuff. But yeah, there's a lot happening in uh, uh, North Korea and now in Africa. Uh, yeah, 
Well, he said that uh, North Korea is, you know, hopefully the diplomatic uh, uh, talks can uh, resolve our issue. They're not an imminent threat right now, but, um, you know, they do have an ICBM that has uh, a a reentry that can hit the the homeland right now. They just don't have the nukes to put on it. They have a hydrogen bomb that can really screw us up, but... um, you know, if their program continues to progress, it's going to also um, basically be a threat to other parts of the uh, other parts of the world. And I mean, the guy's a freaking genius, and just to hear him talk and how he handles the, the press corps, and I mean, after his speech, yeah. I'm not going to say what organization it was, but they said that was a fresh that that was a breath of fresh air. Uh, a news organization. Yeah. We just got a fresh a, a, and then prior to that they were talking about the twenty fifth amendment and how Donald Trump could be impeached. Yeah. I'm like yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Then he puts uh yeah, I mean I don't know. Then, then you know, we go to the next thing where he um uh, gives his uh, announcement on his nomination for um, Department of Homeland Security uh, Secretary. Yeah. And she's a cybersecurity expert, and, I mean, she she has a, a, a list of qualifications that are probably second to nobody. Right. Who's that? Oh, oh heck. <laughs> let me uh, let me let me try to find out. I forget her name, bro. I'm I, I'm I'm totally bad with names. Um, I think I did see her. She was talking. Yeah, she about... gave a she gave a hell of a speech with her family there, and the president said, "This is my nomination for Department of Homeland Security." You know, and. Uh, um, she's been there since 9/11. She's worked with the Bush administration. She, I mean, her credentials go back, and, you know. And basically, uh, today, uh, President Bush, President uh, Trump was very presidential in both of his media coverage uh, press conferences, uh, to where, yeah, he did adhere to his teleprompter, but he was also uh, you know, the, everybody's like, oh, well, the White House is up in arms. Well, that's not what was portrayed today. And, and I, I was happy for that. You know, I'm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of turmoil going on right now. Well, there is. And uh, I think General Kelly is definitely the anchor that um, the White House needs. You know, I mean. You know, he was he was talking about you know when uh, you know certain people talk about you know uh, you know the White House uh, who who the hell is that senator that said the White House is just a, uh, a baby date uh, an adult daycare center and, uh, and I mean and, uh, General Kelly just addressed it perfectly you know that right. the a number one the president has his right to defend himself a number two um, you know he goes. Uh, uh, if he wants to tweet something, it's not making my job harder. 
Oh, I'm, I'm reading these damn uh, units is on, <laughs> whatever. But um, not, basically, all in all, I was very impressed with what came out of the White House today. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope everybody else is. I mean, it's just it's time that, uh, you know, it's time to set the stage. Did anybody see anything about the uh, the, uh, the the family of five, three kids, and the adult and uh, the American woman and the Canadian husband? That uh, the, the the Canadian husband won't uh, get on to a C one thirty and come back to America. They were going to send them send them to America or Canada. North um, Canada. Yeah, because he's already married to somebody that's within a, a terrorist organization. <laughs> and I'm like, you were just in terrorist hands for five years. You guys had, what, two two three. Uh, children? Three children in that five years? And you're not yep. willing to board an American plane? They wouldn't, they wouldn't let the American doctors look at them, check them out or anything. They just they wanted to – well, that was the father – and he just, they wanted to get on a, I don't even know what plane or whatever. All I heard was that they went to Canada. And uh, I don't know if it was Trump or, or whoever, they were kind of disappointed that they, they went to Canada and they didn't, you know, come here. Or, or I, don't, I don't know what the deal was with that. But, uh, you know, you figure after being a prisoner for, for that long that you'd want to, back to the, the country that helped you get out. And uh, they didn't do that. They went They went to Canada. And he was like, oh, they're bastards. <laughs> he just wasn't very happy. Well, I mean, it. It, you know, it was um, uh, United States intelligence that was, was following the vehicle that they were in, and it was the Afghan uh, military government that went after him and got him out. And, um, but yet they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, board a cargo jet. They don't want to marry. I mean, what the fuck, dude? If I was in, in captivity for five years, I'd want to get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. First, absolutely. But I mean, I I just don't I don't understand their logic, and I don't understand. Um, I mean, I, I understand that the guy can, you know, the the guy the, the husband has might have some repercussions once he hits stateside or Canada. I didn't hear the latest. I didn't know that they went to Canada. Did he, they eventually board the plane? I don't know how he got there. All I know is that they had said on the news that he was on his way to Canada or he was going to Canada or uh, something like so that. He, was, he, boarded, he, he boarded the C-130. And they, I guess him and his family are headed to Canada. Yeah, I, I don't know how he got there or how he's well, getting yeah, there. They're, they're, well, I mean, there was a, a U.S. plane, and and basically, um, it, it was to go wherever they wanted the plane to go. I mean, it was at their discretion. It wasn't. They probably told them you get on ours or you don't leave. It's ours or nothing. Right. So, yeah, he, he opted, I guess, to go to Canada. So I don't know where he's going. That's I don't strange. either, but I'm I'm glad that they. Uh, I'm glad they're out of captivity and, and that they're uh, moving on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know what they were doing there. They said that they were they were going for a hike in Afghanistan. It's like who the fuck goes for a hike in Afghanistan? <laughs> That's like sightseeing in Iraq, you know, like a, a desert. There's nothing there to see. Uh, they they had to be on some sort of secret mission or something. Who knows? I can't imagine they just were out for a stroll. Right. What's going on, brother? Hey, hey. What's that? FF Country. Ah, you got it. Yeah, somehow I got in. It wasn't letting me at first, though. (laughs) Yeah, I just unmuted you. Yeah. That's not the country just kind of patched this week, James the place, guys. Yes, sir. Yeah. That was very nation patch. Nice looking patch. I like it. Got that first call on the bottom. Yeah, guess what, SS Country? Now you're under me. That's up to you. I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Dennis gave you good kudos. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk. But that no, awesome, I, I man. have been for that, and, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm proud for you, brother. And um, um, you, you were well deserving of, of that patch. I appreciate it, man. Oh yeah, no, definitely uh, an honor. Sponsor. We don't we don't hand out patches of insurance. Hell, don't hand out membership. So I know, man, and I really appreciate it. Hey, company, you see, I got that letter from Chuck. I sent you. I'll send to JD Hell yeah. yeah I, I was reading that before, on a on the web page. What, what were you guys reading? Some shit I put on the damn uh, web page? No, I sent you Chuck's letter in an email. I sent the country too so he could read it. You know, we were all three oh, Okay, cool. I also sent it to the boss. Hell yeah. Unit's here in chat room says, I, I feel like I'm spying on a private conversation. He's dropping. No. This is a private <laughs> conversation. This you could you could you know, if you think you're eavesdropping, then fucking whatever, bro. But you do what you want. Uh, and I'm invited to Martin Winstead's uh, new show tonight. <laughs> Guess what? I ain't gonna be there, and <laughs> I ain't gonna waste my fucking time. So I hate I hate to be a bearer of bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just can. <laughs> I mean, I hate to go. I hate, I I would hate to go to Martin Lindstedt's show and put the snack down on him like the last time I was on a show, to where the the little the the, the, the big man that was in the mental institution would come out crying at the end. So I, I yeah, I just don't feel that that's rational for me to go on Martin Lindstedt's show and and um, him cut me off all the time every time I was kicking his ass verbally. And, uh, and and to to make me calm down, but there was no making me calm down because he was totally wrong in his assessment. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be there. It's a waste of my fucking time. I got better things to do, like 
right. put stuff on the on the on the on the website, you know, uh, and uh, and uh, <laughs> do things for my brothers. You know what I mean? Uh, hell, like I said, I was talking to Brother Ed last night for three hours out of Florida. It's like, but I mean, you know, it was a good conversation, and he's energized now, and, and it's about time. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah. You could always catch up on your sitting around time. I mean, it ain't even been a
<laughs> it was too, man. We got this idiot in, in, in units, and, and he's, he's been okay from time to time, but the fuck do you think? I thought you were at the Stormfront Conference. Bro, we don't do, we don't do fucking, we don't do media. Or <laughs> the Stormfront to Militos for the SSMT. Okay, that goes as part two of the show. But you guys, uh, why you why you guys you guys can converse? I got a part pull up on my iPad. Part two of the show, um, <laughs> but uh, no, man, you guys look like you were having a great time. I put it on the web page, and you know, and uh, there was an awesome picture of of the boss and Mary, and I, I, you know, and I had to put it, I had to put it up there. I mean, you know, I and I think I, I, I think I listed it as a. A picture is worth a million words. It, it's just on <laughs> how happy the boss is with Mary. I mean, she is one hell of a woman. She's been one hell of a woman for two years now. <laughs> it's like you look at that and you're going, "Huh?" You know what I mean? And I mean, she is one hell of a woman. And um, you know, when we look back at, and Mel and I can contest to this, when we look back at the past, the boss has always looked for his Aryan woman. Right. Guess what, boss? You've had her for two years now. you got your Aryan woman. you got a hell of a woman to top that off. You can definitely see it in that picture you posted, man, online, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They look look fucking happy together, man. You know what I mean? They are happy together. The boss finally has a very woman. Boss has been looking for twenty plus something years for a like minded Aryan woman. And guess what? Sister Mary You are that Aryan woman and we're glad that you're making the boss happy and we're glad you two are together. Fucking right. Uh couldn't ask for couldn't couldn't ask for a better couple. No, they're good together. Uh, I mean, they they really they get along good. Uh, Mary Mary was the white power girl when he met her, so they, you know, she gives him the time and whatever space he needs. She understands he's super busy. I mean, super busy. I don't see how he, they even have time, much time to be together as busy as the boss is. Right, and you know, I mean, like I said, Val, you and I have been—we've been brothers for a long time, and we've seen—we've seen the boss kick a woman to the curb because she gave him the ultimatum. We've even seen a wife kick to the curb because she gave him that ultimatum. It's either me or the club. Hey, that happened to me not too long ago, man. That's what it ended up being. With them, with them, with our box. lady came in the ultimatum uh, when he first located us, and uh, uh, he told her to kick rocks. Yeah, I just got married one year, man. Fucking, she tried to get me to not come down and hang out. She told me either her or the club. I was like, fucking beat feet. <laughs> I know right where I belong, goddammit, it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I 
But well, brother, I mean, and the boss has made many, 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 many sacrifices, and Mel can, Mel and I can both contest for that. Um, many a girlfriend's a wife, and and uh, like I said, Mel, I can contest for that, but it's always been club first, no matter what. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. Oh, yeah, that's always on club first. Mandatory. You know, and, and my, my hat's off, and we got to give uh, Brooke a, a, a medal now because when we first took over this web page, I think you and I were on for, uh, on the phone together 30 days straight, if not more, obtaining the web page and then fixing the web page. And um, I'm pretty sure that there was some conflict uh, uh, hey, you're not spending any time with your family, and um, but you know it all worked out in the end. We got the web page up up and running. It looks good, and uh, you, you you still have you still have your wife. Good <laughs> <laughs> girl, man. She got uh, a little flustered there because I know we we got super busy, but uh, she understands, you know, what's going on. Uh, Sometimes it ain't always fun and games for her or the boy because they only get a look at the back of my head while I'm either working on the computer or the side of my head while I'm talking on the phone. Sometimes for a couple of days at a time. Uh, in, in this case, it lasted about a month. and I could see her getting a little aggravated. I mean, come in after work and give me a kiss. I'm on the phone. and Before she goes out the door in the morning, I'm still talking on the phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, you talked on the phone all night. Well, we we worked on the computer too, and we got we were trying to get these codes. Holy shit! It it was not easy, JD. You know that for sure. Oh, oh yeah, I saw um, uh, Fred a black eye. <laughs>
put them up there. They were all cloudy and foggy. Couldn't see nothing. And then JD had put crystal clear pictures up. Man, our website did a fucking 180, man. Complete turnaround, 360, all the way around. What the hell? And I mean, and, and faced in the same direction still and, and looking a million times better. I mean, look, look at if we were still talking with Red, I bet you we would only get about 800 hits a month on our website. Something changes. But uh, with JD in there, man, that website is great. A. I mean, it's updated every week or something on there. You can call new. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. That The website has to constantly be moving. It's not moving when you move. Yep. That is right. true. Uh, that's one thing the boss was a stickler on right from the get go. Is that right, JD? Yeah, guys, and, and anybody that's in our organization, I'm going to tell you right now, don't volunteer for anything. If you're in, if you're going to, you're in, you're, if there at least are going to be a part of it, or you stuck with it. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many? Yeah, how many how many years have I had this now, Mel? At least a couple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and if you got a good idea and you run it by the boss, he's probably going to tell you to execute it. Go ahead and do it. Take the lead on this. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got the well. I got the well, JD. If you can, if you think you can do it, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. All that. I mean, I'm happy to do it and happy to put the pictures up and, and do what I can for the website. But my God, it it is a it is a, a a whole different front, you know. Even even when it comes down to writing articles and and this and that, you have to think about uh, legal ramifications and uh, you know what you can and cannot post. I mean, yeah, I I, I would love to speak my mind on the website, but then again. Um, are we going to end up with, um, you know, lawyers and, and uh, uh, people at our door knocking at our door, you know, with uh, with subpoenas to go to court because they call somebody a dumbass or a fucking jerk off? You know, I mean, it's just you really have to you have to walk the line. We've walked the line pretty good so far, and uh, we we've done a hell of a job, and it, and it will be a continuance. Well, you know, it might it might seem like uh, you know, the boss just getting you when you give him your idea and he tells you to hit on it. But uh, man, I tell you what, that that just shows you how much faith he has in us guys. I mean, you got a good idea and he tells you to go ahead and execute it. Most presidents would run it by their counsel and then steal the idea like it was his. Not the boss, man. He gives you credit for your idea and and lets you take the lead on it too. I mean. Because who knows the idea better than you, right? Yeah. That is true. Yeah, and so, I mean, get a couple guys and then see what you can do. I mean, uh, he gives us all a chance to shine. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and, and I, I really, Dennis is a, a very good president. I mean, he's one of the guys. He's not a point of finger president. I mean, if you got work do he expects work to be done that you say you're going to do. He'll ask you if it's overwhelming you or if it's too much work or 
I know I piled a little extra on you this time, but, well, it's, it's part of it. I mean, we are the Aryan Nation. We the Boy Scouts, and we may have to work a little harder to get the end of the spot. Well, actually, you know, Mel and I took on this giant, and um, it's actually worked out to benefit um uh, this organization in in many in many different phases and facets. You know, I mean, um, yeah, it, um, it, I'm telling you what, I've sat here and I've bagged on every single so-called fucking white supremacist leader with no repercussions. Now, I don't know if they think that I'm just totally fucking out of my mind to even try to do that to them and put it on a website that gets, you know, 15, 20,000 hits a month, or they're too damn scared to even confront me. I don't know what, <laughs> what part of it is. I mean, I really don't, because I'm talking about Matt Heimbach. I talk shit about the, the traditional workers' party. I talk shit about fucking shoot. Shoot dog, yes. I've talked about shoot and his plagiarism of our website. I mean, I've talked about Spencer. We're going to talk a little bit more about Spencer here in a couple of minutes. Because this guy's a fucking, he, he might be smart, but then again, he's following shoot. Yeah. You can't walk the path of it. You can't walk the path of another man and not expect to end up like the other man. Shoot is nobody nowadays. I mean, he, he thinks he's somebody, but Brother RJ would be the pinnacle of, of the resource on that. She thinks he's somebody, but yet um, he's been a failure in every attempt to do anything as far as an international alliance uh, that was uh, you know, backdoored by Heimbach and uh, initiated by Heimbach and Schiff. I mean, there's a lot of time and effort reading and, and backgrounds to go into these articles that are posted on the website. Reason being is is the more facts that are included in a uh, article, the less likely you are to get sued. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. <laughs> you know, well, they've been around. Yeah. They've been around since 1974. They got to be goddamn embarrassed when. Uh, when Dennis gets out of prison in less than 10 short years and the Aryan Nation uh, rises above anything he could do or any of these other guys that's been working since 1974 or longer in this movement. I mean, they're none of them doing shit. And what we've done in the last 10 years, we've, we've rose miles above them. We have. Uh, you're talking 1974. You're talking about Patton back in um, Pastor Butler's era. Um, yeah. Pastor Butler basically was, in and still is. The uh, I, I mean, just just what Pastor Butler did for the white race is far beyond anybody else. Oh yeah, by far, man. I think Florida's on the call. Uh, oh, it's it up there. 
open it up for it. Hey, bros, what's going on? Good. Hi. What's up, shit, taking no names. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's good hearing from you. Yeah, my brother Robert Trevone down there, he says, Grover, he says, tell everybody hi. Ed's got a letter for him because he never met him, so he just sent him in a letter of introduction. Go meet up with his old lady, him and Ed's wife, hopefully here soon, and uh, get things moving more down there in Florida. But uh, I remember when Robert was on the show before he went to prison, he, he was telling us that he had a bunch of buddies down there that rode bikes. Five or six of them was interested when he first got in, but they wanted to see how things went at first with him. And uh, and then he kind of had things going on and lost contact with us and got right back with us within a month or two. And, uh he, he uh, got right back on board, got his patches, and before he could get his buddies involved, uh, caught a case and ended up in prison. Uh, so just hope that, uh, I mean, he was protecting his daughter, and she was pregnant. The guy punched her in the face. I mean, he, he shot six bullets in the box of the guy's truck. The sheriff cut him loose and said if he wanted to kill him, uh, obviously he didn't want to by the grouping of the bullet pattern, but uh, the state attorney down there was trying to move to the, uh, uh, what is that, the uh, attorney general's office from the state attorney's office, so she was, this was one of those cases she could really push and make herself look good, well, it was election year, you know what happens then, you do oh, yeah. time. You get rammed uh, right up your ass. Yeah. And they gave him 15 years. And this guy punched his pregnant daughter in the face and knocked her down on her ass. Damn. No justice. On his property. Are you talking about the brother that shot the the gun at his radiator just to dismantle, just just to get the car to stop and. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you're talking. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, hey, he had every right to do that. I mean, he wasn't putting anybody's lives in jeopardy. He wasn't shooting at a damn. He was shooting at the damn radiator. Uh, his property. Damn. What's this fucking world coming to, man? Well, it's even getting worse. Yeah, you. Yeah, lying. He'll be out soon. They're all bitching Black Lives Matter. Look at the kind of justice we get. Well, and then um, what's the new thing, uh, um, Mel, out of South Africa? Uh, It's uh, Black Black, 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 First Land First. Yeah, what's up with that? Black First Land First. Yeah, that's niggers talk, though. You know, Black First Land First. Why can't they say Black Land First? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, I don't know. According, according to uh, according to the boss, I'm gonna have some protests at at, uh, at my place of work tomorrow. And if I uh, okay, 
I guess I'll why I'll look out for him. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. I haven't got all the thoughts, but second part of the show: Richard Spencer prepares for more white national splash mobs. Okay, wait, why you guys were at the reunion conference up in Illinois? The protest caught residents of Charlottesville, Virginia, by surprise. Even though the symbols were used. Views were instantaneously familiar to them. With no warning, roughly 40 men, white men, clad in dress shirts and khakis, wafted tiki torches, which I don't know what the hell, why would you be carrying a fucking tiki torch, into the night sky on a Saturday night in front of the city's covered statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. The third such protest against the monument planned removal staged by white nationalists this year. Richard Spencer, basically. We did not publicly announce this third Charlottesville event. Richard Spencer, the chairman of the alt-right Think Tank National Policy Institute, but I guess he, he's renamed this shit, uh, gathered uh, the gathering top residents of the city by surprise. The people who got invitations had been vetted. There was small, they were... This was a small, tightly controlled event, and it was, in a way, an attempt to build a new model for protesting. Okay, search them, guys. Okay, yeah, Saturday, you know, and I sent, I tried to send Mel. I tried to send Mel. I, I basically was going to bed, and, and I was watching a news source, and here comes this protest of uh, the alt-right. And, uh, you know, in Charlottesville, and um, I recorded I recorded that, and I was trying to I was trying to send it to Mel, but and it really never got to Mel. But I mean, I do have it recorded. But today, on 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 a news network, and I'm not going to say who, because I don't need them soon. But today, there is 20 lawsuits filed. Twenty lawsuits have been filed, and people named. I don't know who named because I'm not a, I'm not a part of that lawsuit. Um, for white supremacists, anybody that's a white supremacist that they can get a name on, it's been in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, now the city and the judicial branch of the city are creating lawsuits to keep them out. Oh no! Does that make sense? So what the fuck did that do? What what the fuck did that do? It did nothing. You bring 40, 50 guys out with tiki torches and all of a sudden you're going to end up with fucking lawsuits. Come on, guys. Really? Let's think about what we're doing here. For real. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I mean, Spencer uh, tells Newsweek that people can expect to see lots of pop-up rallies like this in the months ahead and categorize them as something that can be replicated by others who are sympathetic in the district during the creating of white. It's the state. Come on, guys. Didn't Dylan Roof prove enough? Yeah. Fuck, man. Didn't Dylan, didn't Dylan Roof set the stage for what is happening now? And that's 
Spencer, Spencer, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have tried to contact Spencer through his Facebook and everything else. They've never had the audacity to even get back with him. You know, so um, take your college education, which I have one myself. Um, take your college education. Take your khaki clad and, you know, nice dress shirt uh want to be organization. I mean, you might be an organization, but basically you are you are doing the same thing that Jeff Shoup, Matt Highback, and everybody else has done, and they have done it in failure. And then that is, is to do interviews with the Jew media. Hasn't anybody learned anything about history? Didn't Pastor Butler teach anybody anything? Obviously not. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go down and do our third march in Charlottesville, and uh, we're going to do it with tiki torches. Well, you know, I I did continue reading. So actually, I, I'm going to try to resend that to you tonight now because it was very interesting. It, they came in on they came in on a bus. They went back to that bus, and the comp. We're behind that bus making sure that they were leaving Charlottesville. And now there is 20-plus lawsuits. I'm pretty sure we're not naming any of those lawsuits because we don't do that crap. Oh. Damn. That we we do do. We What we do do is we do fly our holy symbols. We do fly our patches. And we do motorcycle runs, and we do it in a manner that we don't need police protection. We don't, the police don't even follow us because the police already know that. Exactly. So, my, my thoughts on this is come on, guys. Look at the past, learn from the past. That's why we learn history in school. It's to right. not to repeat the same not to repeat the same mistake twice. Right. And that's exactly what they're fucking doing basically now. Oh yeah. Don, what do you think of this? I'm just listening. I'm trying oh. to get an education. Well no, I mean what do you, I mean as far as what has been said about this organization, I mean, what's your, what, I, you know, brother, I actually uh, value your input. And I, I think I made that a point at the bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> whether I, I, whether I drove like Marla and Dreddy around the hay bales with, um, with um, no kid and his friend, um, you know, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was man. fun. It was fun. Nobody got hurt. Nothing got hurt. And my car was fine. Well, I no, think you all had a good time. <laughs> oh, shit. We were sliding all over the damn place. But, I don't know. But I, I really had fun talking to you at at, uh, at the bonfire. I mean, I really did. You did bring up some valid points, and then I reiterated why we can't do certain things, and I think right. you had a, a more of an understanding than than what I could tell you over the phone, or you know, or 
instead of telling a person, hey, well, we can't do this because of that, you know, and it's a, it's yeah. a better, but I do value your opinion. And uh, anybody that can put up with California. <laughs> I don't anymore. <laughs> hey, I've been out of there for, been out of there for 40 years. Hate that place. Let it burn. There. Well. Make it easier to round up them uh, illegal aliens. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll check right in with the FEMA Center and go from uh, I need help to a a bus feed on the IMF squad headed to fucking Mexico. All burns down, they'll go home. There won't be anything here or there. For 10 fucking years and spend billions of dollars, they don't have the technology to put out a fucking fire. Yeah, right. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to pull it up with dynamite on a fire and suck the fucking oxygen right out of it. Like I said, guys, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm a pro believer in not making the same mistake, you know, and, and I learn from history, and, and I try, you know, we guess, not desperately try, but we try not to make the same mistakes twice. Of course. Hey, Florida's back on the call, Mel. Oh, Yeah. I was up to see who was calling. I got a, like I said, I got a call from a buddy in Australia today told me he wasn't getting my letter. He's only getting the envelope. Then I just got another call with a no name on it. And I couldn't get back to my uh, uh, recent call list to see if they don't let me go as far as talk to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, you're hosting the show now, and we're actually running the show, and I'm, I'm just basically a mouthpiece. But um, oh no, you're still uh, the host. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to get, I try to get out of that, Mel. But yeah, I, yeah I, he, he uh, tried, didn't he? Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um I'm glad you got your patch and you were that that was well deserved and um um seriously brother we're glad to have you aboard and uh I'm hoping uh, uh brother John here jumped aboard here pretty quick and uh we got several other people. I mean I I went through some uh, well, you know, I went through some you know, stuff that, I went through huh? In the beginning of my start of Life Power, there was me, 
junk and country, and we started that at least back to three of us. Right, I think I was the motherfucker. I, I think I was the son bitch that said, hey, man, I don't care who, 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 who. They all got a probate. I had a probate. No, I had a probate. And I was like, hey, this guy has my, my heart leak patch. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I got in the middle of this. <laughs> Sometimes I normally do. Yeah, and uh, it, it was, and there was the three of us, and there's 2,500 including uh, the staff were white. And, and the three of us were that motherfucking Aryan Nation shield around forever. They fucking niggers, they didn't say a goddamn word. <laughs> they got a hey, line you. quick, bro. <laughs> they tried to make a stand, but it didn't work out very well for them. Hello? Hell no, it didn't. Hello? Somebody's on the phone. She was over there by my phone trying to make a phone call. Uh, see who that number was that called me. Call it back. Uh, 619. But, uh, uh, it's one something. I don't know if I can get to it. All right, well, I'll now, now do a little bit of research on that. Um, 816. Huh? I don't know who 816 is. Yeah, I don't know. No, St. Louis? Oh, tell him what's, ask him what's going on, bro. That's my cousin. I've been trying to get a hold of him all day. He's been ignoring me, and I told him, I sent him a messenger message. Today on Facebook, that uh, you better give me a call, bro, or I'm gonna pop in at your place unannounced with your brother. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Are you trying to get a hold of? Uh, Who are you trying to get a hold of? His cousin. Oh, my cousin. My, my his brother's been trying to get a hold of him. I kind of discussed it a little bit in the beginning. And uh, he's. Are, are you talking about the guy with the the, the Green Reaper? No, this is another cousin on the other side of the family. That cousin's on my mom's side. This was on my. Cousin. <laughs> uh, that that dude was that that dude that that dude with the Green Reaper dude. He was he was fucking um he was fucking uh club club dudes. But he can't be a club <laughs> member. He goes to that club, dude. Yeah, he, he called me and asked me if it's all right, if he could put it on there. I said, uh, well, Newt, I said, uh, I imagine it's okay, man. It'll be all right. I said, uh, you imagine the hundreds of people that just take the fucking thing and tattoo it on them without giving a shit what we say about it, just like they plagiarized our goddamn lips. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Cherry did one hell of a job putting the NSFMC on the bottom of that pack. I mean, it looks fucking real. You know what I mean? And so I'm going to put that on the web page. And, uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm trying to get Brother Cherry into the uh, uh, Minister of Propaganda spot as far as he's going to have to do, 
I mean, I understand he's got, you know, somebody, he's got his girlfriend to take care of right now, so I'm not going to really ride his ass too much. But me, me, when I was Minister of Propaganda, hell, you should see that oh, fucking website. Oh, got all that posted on there. <laughs> go ahead, ride his ass. And, uh, and once he gets to help me with that prison newspaper, that Aryan uh, uh, frontliner will put together. Uh, so I can get it out to a lot of my inmates. And uh, uh, but even some of the fellows within the club father want to see the, a copy of it. Can we not get the can can we not get the Aaron frontliner and is this is just I, I I don't know the rules and regulations of prison now but can't we get the Aaron frontliner through core links put it put it through um, core links I I could probably put it out in individual messages like that. <laughs> <laughs> And then the pictures. Oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucked up, really. Whoa. Uh, the pictures don't go through on quarterly. You know, when back when I was in prison, it was a blessing that whenever you got mail from uh, from Pastor Butler, I mean, if you get a picture of like the Aryan Nation standard, or you'd get a picture of Reverend Butler standing behind the podium, and that was all cool. But you know, when you got out, you really didn't know who the players were. Where this way, right. put on our newspaper, you'll see us guys in there. You'll see our faces. It'll be black and white newspaper pictures. But I mean, when you get out and you come to meet us at the Aryan Nation uh, National Office, uh, you'll 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 know who's who. Oh, you're now Skipper. You're Mel Patterson. You're FSG. You know, and these guys coming fresh out of prison, who, you know, those guys really do work hard in there under the Aryan Nation name. You got every gang in the state, whatever state you may be in, every nigger gang, you're locked up in tight quarters. And there's a lot of politics that goes on in there. And uh, a lot of fucking knuckle busting, too. And, uh, and so, I mean, that's just the way it is. And, and those guys are right on what I consider a front line, just like being in a major city here on the front line. And, uh, <laughs> you ain't lying, bro. That's exactly the way I felt in Illinois here in the Quad Cities, man. It was yeah. just like a century, bro. You know, I was ready to smack motherfuckers all the time. I'm still here now, stuck, man. I can't leave till after the 26, so. <laughs> and that's just how it is, you know. You know that country. And, uh, Fucking, it's just rough. It's a different world in there. And those guys can't be political. And, and I believe when they get out, they need to know who's who when they come to the compound and when they see our faces. And it's the people that the core group that is always there. And the pictures, like we put on the website, stuff, we'll, we'll also have pictures like that included in our Aryan Frontline. Hell yeah. Yeah, you know the type of literature we used to get was just printed on papers and maybe a picture of the shield or a uh, guy fighting a guy like with uh, uh, the Aryan Crusaders pictures and stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, I mean, and then every once in a while you get a, a flyer with Reverend Butler's picture on it. I mean, that was 
What's so special about that? It's got Reverend Butler's picture on it. Hell yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. And that is what's special to us guys. You know, we know exactly what Reverend Butler looks like. No guy that you come to that scale house and say, shake my hand and say, I'm Reverend Butler. I'd call him a motherfucking liar if he wasn't Reverend Butler. <laughs> Bro, you know, that's why, that's, hey, that's why we fought so hard in the prison system, man, to fucking do what we did, Mel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He, I, he honored that shit so much, bro. We had no choice but to fucking honor it back, man, and make a name for it. I mean, he gave me something, man, like, you know, like like Saturday when I got my pets, dude. It was just fucking, it was like all over again, you know what I'm saying? It was fucking badass, bro. Yeah. It is all over again. Because Dennis no, Gibson was uh, personal friends personal friends with uh, Pastor Ray, Pastor Butler, uh and, and Wesley Square not Wesley Square, but uh oh hell no. Uh, I I'm looking at like five different things here. I'm looking at the protester, uh this this nigger that was really beat at the white supremacist rally in Charlottesville. Handed himself into the police, uh, into police on Thursday over a charge of unlawfully wounding at the protest. DeAndre Harris, who was filmed blundering by the white supremacists in footage that went viral in the rally, was charged with a felony on Monday by a local judge who issued a warrant for his arrest on the testimony of a man who claimed he was injured by Harris, the Washington Post reported. His lawyer said the move was evidence of further victimization. Wow. Really? Damn. Yeah. They never got a fucking skull cracked open. Okay. <laughs> he's not really, he's not even a really pure blood bigger. He's a fucking half-breed, but. Right. He got. He's got the dreadlocks. He's got, you know. Yeah, Harris 20 is accused of assaulting a self-described Southern nationalist and chairman of North Carolina's League of the South Harold Cruz. Cruz, uh, to this video evidence submitted by the Cruz, put his client on the picture. It's not physically possible to be attacked by DeAndre Harris. Eric told the Los Angeles Times, citing the footage shows a white man wearing a black hitting cruise on the head. Well, whatever. And yeah, this guy was bleeding all over the fucking place, but so be it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked up. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy I, I've heard Man, Daddy, I can't even think straight. I'm fucking so happy. I got I heard from two boys that's been locked up that I've been dying to hear from. <laughs> hey, and Mel, how much does it cost you to send an envelope to Australia? Dollar forty. I might just send, start sending them. Uh, send me Aussie's. Um, address and where he's at, and I'll start sending in blank envelopes, too. They're, you know, envelopes with no letter in them. Oh, yeah. 
I sure will. I'll get you that right away. Uh, yeah, it, but no, they that, won't let him get our letters, and they won't let him write out, out to me. Right, which is, you know, I mean, not, not with, you know, well, well, I guess we would be in the same position in the United States as they are in Australia. But, uh, hey, we got uh, Brother Ed from Florida, uh, you know, also on the phone tonight. And um, Fred and I, or not Fred, uh, Ed and I had a very good conversation last night. Sorry, bro. It's been a long, it's been a long day. <laughs> Now, uh, I, I believe uh, uh, Ed is probably going to get a patch here, maybe, with Betty Blue. Not 100% sure here yet. I guess we'll, that's in the works. Yeah, he said he's definitely got something going on, man. And I'm proud. I'm going to get out with his body. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping I get Patty Lou. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That would be nice. Bro, I plan on, I, I, I plan on having my bike for, uh, even if I can't make it, I'm planning on having my bike for uh, uh, next next Nationals. Uh, blessing of the bike? Yeah. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mel, you know I. That's my next project, man. So they get home. Uh, Mel, you know I can't be there for blessing of the bikes. I mean, I wish I could, but it's not something that can I, I can make happen. Hey, uh, when is that? That is in March. Ah, shit. Brother Paul, Brother Paul from Arizona said, uh, "I'm sorry I wasn't able to call in, bro. I'm going through a divorce right now, and it's been a rough day." Damn. Well, Brother Paul, our our thoughts and prayers are are with you, with your family, and uh, heads up, man. Yeah, you know, much love and respect, and damn, bro. Uh, you need anything? He's our, uh, our next potential prospect. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, brother, I'm, I, I'll text him back later uh, tonight after we get off top sheet tonight. But uh, but I, I'm going to say right now, brother Paul, you need anything? You just fucking let us souls know. Yeah, we'll be there. Oh. We'll be there for you, even though you're not a prospect. But you're you you will be a prospect once you've gone to. One, one event, two events, three events. I mean, I don't know. You know, some people some people go to our events and they're like, oh, well, this is too hardcore for us or this isn't hardcore enough for us, you know, for them. And, and it's, um, well, I, I don't know where, you know, I don't know where to draw the medium line here, you know. Uh, we can't, we, we can't be, Totally hardcore. We're just going out there and uh, you know beating everybody's ass every time. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that because yeah, I mean, we're just the, fucking wasting ourselves. Well, hey. yeah, it's a waste of time. Well, we like to do everything 100% legal, but don't think for a minute we don't like to drink fight fuck. Right. <laughs> fucking right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the way it rolls, man. <laughs> now, I saw brother, I, you know, and um, uh, brother John and and uh, and country. Uh, you know, I I've called uh, brother RJ, my little brother, um, for a long time now, and uh, well, I'm about one fourth of of my little brother's size, and um, I mean he, he he's just, a big boy, man. He, he, no, he, he he's an awesome dude. I mean, I oh, I would yeah. do anything for it. I would do anything for this. I, I, I and that goes for any of my brothers. But I mean, I, he just he's just one of those men of character that gives everybody the ideology of of how you should uh, proceed in 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 the environment and with you know outside of our our circle, you know what I mean? When you go in a bar, um, you just, I mean, RJ walks in, and he thinks the, the whole fucking Souls organization just walked into a bar. And it's like, <laughs> no, everybody's out of town. It was just Brother RJ. And Brother RJ was telling me this. But, I mean, it's just how you handle yourself. You walk into a bar, and, I mean, hell, he didn't even have a cut on RJ five to four. We went to four bars and he had five broads in on him. Two all bartenders and in one bar there was two broads and one bar hitting on him. Both of them was younger than him. RJ even told him, You girls are way too young for me. You're thirty years younger than I am. And they both looked at him and said, uh, I like older guys. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh man, I I I love my brother RJ from Wisconsin. My God, he he's just an awesome brother. I've been and same goes with Mel. Mel and I've been you know together for a long time, and in all of our family. I mean, it's basically we're just one big ass family. Fucking right, man. Well, and here's the here, right here on. This I'm just I'm just glad to be back, man. I'm just glad to be. Back. I'm glad you're back. Fuck yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I was lost right, for a grip, right, bro. Yeah. I wasn't even playing, man. Uh, well, I, and uh, I'm going to put this out there. You guys don't have to answer, but um, what, what's the chances of uh, Brother Kelly coming back? Uh, Chuck said that ain't happening. Huh? Chuck said that ain't happening. Okay. I but guess. I don't know, man. There was a certain circumstance that was involved in that. And now that right. circumstance is out of his life. I, I don't know. I, 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 I like See, I, I mean, but Yeah, I don't know, man. Do I mean, once Chuck gets out, I'm sure we'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess he was kind of talking about fucking getting old of him getting shit. So, I don't know, man. I mean... On the good side, uh, uh, there is nine more brothers to locate with that elite pack. Yeah. And see, I don't even know <laughs> half of them, bro. You know what I mean? I don't know the other half. Mm. Well, I did, honor, uh, I did honor the one brother and put him behind the wire uh, immediately when Mel told me. And, and, uh, and hopefully he gets a pen pal, a female pen pal to, you know, to 
you know, I, I did, I'm, 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 I'm under this understanding now that uh, this, this brother has an elite patch, and um, and also that um, you know he's doing life, and Ooh, he's, he's going to beat it. Yeah, big tech. Yeah, he's got our patch, man. He's a good dude, man. Well, I did put him on behind the wire, and I'm hoping that will help him out. And uh, and uh, you know, I did I did my part, and like I said, I I hope the brother gets out. You put a picture up there with that. Did I, did I send you a picture? Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. I, I mean, I don't know. Can somebody get on the web page and go behind the wire and, and tell me if it's up there? I'm I, pretty sure I, I sure, did. I sure hate to say he's a pretty boy, but he, he ain't quite as ugly as I am. If I could get a girl, he surely can. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. If I could get a chick, man, he can get one. <laughs> Hey, because the whole girl came down with me, bro. You seen her, you seen me, right? There was a big difference, bro. There was no way her hot ass should have ever been with my fucking hillbilly fat ass. She's straight out of my league, bro, but I can't get out of it. She's fucking badass. Well, anything we can do with, you know, brothers behind the wire, man, and, and, you know, I, I do my best to do whatever we give these brother give these brothers the time of day. You know, a lot a lot of times people get locked up in prison and their and their best friends don't even fucking lie to them. Yeah, well, I know, man. It, I, I, I just wrote Chuck man a, a while back. I put you on a website, <laughs> and I'm hoping you get a I ho, I'm hoping you get a fucking female pen pal. But yeah, I may have another like problem. Said, I, I'm Oh, I, well, bring it on, Bill. I mean, I'm I'm always here for, you know, doing doing what I can for the brothers in, in this organization because everybody that's been a part of this organization, and including Brother John. I mean, Brother John, you're you're a stand up guy, dude. Thank you. Seriously, you're, you're Brother John is a stand up guy. I mean, you, you are a stand up guy, bro, and. I mean, everybody that I've ever like had it. even inquired to this organization, because we don't hand out applications. We don't send it to, into, you know, to them and through the mail. No, no. It's definitely uh, live and in color, brother. You know what I'm saying? $150 interview for your like, application. Interview is it. I mean, hell, man, I even, when I brought that chick, before I even brought that chick, man, I had male fucking running through, bro. Her and her fucking old man. <laughs> I was like, I'm making sure. I ain't even playing, man. Hey, the fellas run this girl's name. Hey, that's fucking bad, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, I, hey, I had to know, man, you know what I mean? I just had to. And RJ doing even so good he got her old man's nickname. I know it, right? Dude, she didn't yeah. know what to fucking say or think or anything, dude. Her mouth just dropped. I was like, fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> 
she was bitching about this dude at work today, fucking harassing her and shit. And I was like, do I need to make a phone call? And she's like, no, he's he's scared of me, so just think of what you guys would do. I was like, well, I was just saying, you know. I was like, you won't be stressed out anymore, you know. I said, no, I guarantee you won't have to worry about him no more. <laughs> RJ is only a fucking few miles away from him. Oh, yeah, that'd be bad, dude. <laughs> that'd be fucking some funny shit, bro. Yeah. I, I, I would have to go down just to see it. You know what I mean? I would. in tears, man. She came up and fucking rubbed my back, dude. I was like, yep, she's definitely the one. I was like, I ain't even playing, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. RJ's a big old motherfucker, too. I mean, his hands probably three times the size of yours. Oh, dude, his fucking hands <laughs> are in my face, bro. Yeah. But no, man, I mean, it was important about that patch, you know, and shit. Both of my shoes fit one of RJ's boots. Yeah, I can believe that shit, bro. And I wear, I'm not very big. I wear a ten and a half. So, <laughs> uh, he's a big boy. He's a big boy, though, man. Both of my oh, hell, I know where to steal shoes if Mel goes down. He wears the same shoes as I do. <laughs> right. I got a good pair of boots. So, don't leave me there dead for something or just take my boots and make sure they go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I said earlier, guys, I, I mean, Brother Ed and I and, uh, talked, and he had an 1,100-mile drive. And I, I think his soul, if, if I'm wrong, Brother Ed, you, you go ahead and, and, and correct me, but I think his soul was rekindled um, just by being there, even though it was a 2,200-mile ride round trip. But... Um, as soon as you get a bike, bro, I think there's a patch headed your way. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, another little short prospect period. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is it, well, I mean, isn't Ed was part of the um, uh, uh, a sub uh, uh, organization of ours, so I don't know if there would be that much of a prospect time or not, right? Shouldn't be. Short months until you get used to what's going on. Uh, in the MOC. Then it's like the prospects of all, whatever group they come out of, uh, go through a short prospect period before they actually come into the MOC. Well, you know, yeah, I'm not, everybody's got to do it. Yeah. Everybody's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking mandatory, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's a good thing. Yeah, but you already got your animation patch. You've been with the animation for a while. Your prospect period's a little shorter because, hell, you've been with us a while, you know. It's just yeah. that uh, getting used to the way we operate the MC just a little different from the animation. I mean, we ride our bikes. We're going to have to be able to fall in line and keep up. And a lot of that's what counts. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I'm 
I'm going to put a supercharger on my fucking Dino White Glide just so I can keep up with that 127 cubic inch of fucking dentistry. <laughs> so, when he shifts to the six, dude, it's like my fucking Irene. He's fucking gone. And uh, I got to work to catch him. But uh, here, I'm putting a supercharger on my next time. And uh, I'm going down from a 70 to a 30. <clears throat> And uh, when I, I'll be hitting six here about the same as him. He's only got me by about uh, 14 cubic inches. Well, I'm ready to go for a ride. Somebody saddle up. Let's do this. Shit, if I had a bike, I'd have been gone, bro. <laughs> 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 I'd have been making this phone call on the road, man. <laughs> I keep hearing it. <laughs> I have a bike. Well, let's go. I keep hearing this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna, uh, no, we're gonna, no, we're I, gonna. No, I, no, I have a bike. I mean, I know. Well, I mean, there's a certain situation to where um, my bike was actually supposed to visit National Conference and, um, and it didn't happen. Uh, Ed knows the story behind that and. Uh, <laughs> You know, it, it's just it, it's just one of those things, bro. It, it didn't happen, and I had to go with a secondary. Um, basically, a backup of a backup of a backup of a backup plan. I mean, yeah. it, it, it really fucking sucked, and um, I know that shit happens. I, yeah, I mean, I got a bike, bro, but I mean, you know, I also don't. I mean, it's. You know, yeah, we're we're gonna put some shit together for this this uh, this next coming summer. That's for sure. We were supposed to do this this summer. We didn't do anything. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little anxious. I was like a little couple rides. You you were gone though. I know. Well, I yeah, I was supposed <laughs> to be I was supposed to be going here and there, and then I went all the way to the coast, and then fucking nobody wanted to go. It's like uh, crap. So I ended up, you know, that killed like two weeks. Actually, it was almost a month by the time we got done. And then I left, and then, you know, like my dad died right after that. And now we're starting all over again. So. Well, is this towards the end of summer? Well, I couldn't hear anything there. What? Yeah, I couldn't either, man. I'm getting all kinds of noise. I don't know what's Yeah, going it's on real here. bad static, man. I mean, like, it sounds like a bug. Wow. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck was that, man? What? What the fuck was that? Sounds like you dropped a phone in the toilet. God, the wire's messing up again. Think that's what it was? Something going on, I don't know. Anyway, I didn't hear hear a word. No, no, that that was my Harley Davidson. I just pissed off all my fucking neighbors, and I really don't give a shit. Yeah. No, I got a bike, bro, and uh, yeah, we're gonna do some rides. Good. Hopefully, we get a little bit more organized next year. And um, you know, like I said, uh, you know, 
I, I'm down for it. You know, I'm ready for it. I just, hell, my bike's been sitting. It's time for it to, uh, uh, time to start putting some miles on it. I have my tires for about half tread at the beginning of the summer. And I tell you what, I'm down to a bald tire. I'm not showing court yet. I can go for a ride, but it's going to have to be a short ride. I mean, we could go like an hour or two down the road. Well, you guys have got a, a year to get your shit together. You're all you're <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Perfect, sir. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Just letting you know. Hey, I'm too tired of my freak out. Sound like I threw my damn my damn phone in the toilet when it was my damn Harley Davidson. <laughs> oh good. If we weren't all if we weren't all fucking characters like this, then I mean we wouldn't get along. Hell no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody would be mad right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, but I don't know. I'm sorry about Kelsey. You know how it is in the party van, though, John. This oh, I know. The way up to the uh, meeting, we even had a meeting. <laughs> yeah, I know. We we had one on the way back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, had a meeting on the way up. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty. That was bullshit. That was the first mobile meeting I ever had. <laughs> oh, you're the phone to the girls. <laughs> you guys had you guys had a fucking mobile meeting? Yeah, we pulled over, handed over our phones to the girls, and had a had a meeting on the road. Meeting six guys in the van having a meeting going down the road. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then we, going, going back, Dennis was in in Mary's truck with with uh, it was in there with me. It was, I guess it was Mary and uh, and Terry, and we were listening to some tapes and talking about all kinds of stuff. And we kind of had a little meeting on the way back in. I don't think I still. I don't know where my phone went. So I, I probably they still had it, or I don't know. I don't know where it went. <laughs> I did. I did get it back eventually. So, you know. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Fun times. Sometimes that was a that was that whole weekend was good. That was a fun weekend. I enjoyed it. That was yeah. Good. Ed, I mean, brother Ed and I talked for three hours last night. He goes, "God damn!" He goes, "It was a long fucking drive." But I mean, what did you say, Ed? You enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, I don't know if I could have made that drive after all that. That's pretty tired. Oh, that was a long ride. Time is eight twelve. What's out having? Hey uh, guys, I'm gonna have to take off. I gotta go pick Jeffrey up from school with Marcel. Um, I can leave the show going. I'm working talk with you guys here, and I'll either join in when I get back, or I will. Uh, it's nine twelve. Nine twelve. I'll take. I don't know where he's at. 
Who do you got to pick up? Oh, boy. Who do you got to pick up? My boy. We got to have it. We got to have it. Oh, she said I still got about 15 minutes before I got to go. I mean, 15 minutes, we could close down the show now. I mean, oh, you know, we're yeah, trying to get these, 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 these shows down. I mean, I made my two points. Uh, yeah, number yeah. one, you know, I mean, it's, and I, I think this was a hell of a show. Um, it was, man. You know, it, country, I've got, you know, enjoy talking to you. Brother John, I always, you know, I mean, after I met you at the, at the, at the uh, bonfire, I, I mean, now I know uh, more, and it's a, it's an honor to talk to you. Uh, uh, brother, you know, Ed, I miss you, but... <laughs> I do what? Yeah. So do you, now you can put an ugly face with it. You can put my you can put my ugly mug to a, a voice too, brother John. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you're, no, you're not ugly. Let me appreciate it. You know, a lot of people, you know, they, they, they see me and they go, what? Really? <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that, you know. But, okay. yeah, I have to be a certain I have to be a certain way for my, my job and whatnot. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking you – know, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, Brother Ed, definitely. Uh, uh, Brother Country. Hell yeah. Definitely. Definitely the VP, you know, our, our dear, dear brother <laughs> has gotten the damn screw put in his side more time than any brother that I've ever, I've ever met in my life. Exactly. Uh, I agree, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just wait. But you know what? You know what's going to be funny? You know what's going to be? You know what's going to be funny is when I walk in the room and, and Chuck goes, well, who the hell is that fucking nerd? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of wanting to know where she got that after I met you. Don't <laughs> 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 be how badass and everything, and it's like, who the fuck's this Boy Scout? <laughs> it's like, holy crap, man. It's JD. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a boy scout. He looks like he's, he looks like he's gonna whoop your ass at any given minute at all times. It's it's kind of really? fucked up, except for when he's smiling. <laughs> and he's but well, then, other than yeah. that, it's fucking straight face, fucking. Well, then you probably shouldn't look him right in the eye then. Oh, oh man, uh, <laughs> what was it? It was. Mel, was it three years ago when I got you guys in trouble at the old clubhouse? Maybe four years ago. Oh shit, bro! Oh, the fucking Florida thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 I, I, I poker faced all these girls, all these old ladies. I said, hey, we're gonna have a damn national conference down in Florida at Daytona Beach, and the only, the only pictures we're gonna have is uh, campfire pictures of us singing Kumbaya. Everything else is off, and no old ladies. No old ladies were playing in the dark, and I was kind of worried about that because they had sharp fucking objects. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. They were getting the evil eye. And those old ladies wouldn't talk to anybody. They're old, they're old men for fucking hours. 
because I gave such a good poker face. I got everybody in that motherfucker in trouble. Until they found out that I was just spinning. Well, that's why everybody's <laughs> going to Florida.
let me tell you, mm-hmm. let me tell you, let me tell you, brothers that have been in this organization long enough, the, the, the girls were ready to push the nuke button if they had one. <laughs> they were gonna, they were gonna, they were gonna nuke us. Seriously, they were pissed. I mean, they I can't throwing, believe they it. were throwing, they were throwing bullseyes on the dartboard. I'm like, oh shit, I guess I started something. <laughs> <laughs> That is where I completely agree with you. Women should not be in charge of anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got my backing on that. I'll say that 100% anytime to anybody. Women do not need to be in charge of anything. <laughs> not like, only were you not in charge, you were in charge and you like weren't even going to get to go. breakfast and doing dishes and, you know, like I mean, they can fall and work. We're, we're, I we're, don't we're, have enough to say that. But we do not need, women do not need the, any kind of authority because they get fucking crazy. <laughs> Okay, I agree with you on that part because I, I that's crazy. Yeah, right. But but I I have recently received a promotion which I did not expect, <laughs> and neither did Ed and everybody else that received a recent promotion. But I guess I'm a pretty good bullshitter because you guys fucking fell for that <laughs> basically hook and fucking line. <laughs> hook, line, hook, line, and sinker. Sorry. Hook, line, and sinker. You guys took that. I could have had a fishing pole up the fucking right war. You, you would have the wraps of the old headlock. I'll see you. I'll see you, JD. JD, she's got me worried, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't even said that yet. Ask Brooke about Chucky. What? Ask Brooke about Chucky. Oh. Oh, we're, we're, I'm oh. Hey, bro, that was some funny-ass shit. I'm glad you found it funny. <laughs> Brooke, I love you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> but that was some funny fucking shit, man. They gotta um, get her a keychain. <laughs> right? I almost threw the child at the doll. I was in the kitchen <laughs> and I looked up, and there a fucking Chucky doll is standing beside the TV, looking at me. <laughs> I my first instinct was grab child, throw the child at the doll. And grab the machete. In the meantime, having a complete heart attack, panic attack. Oh my God, balls in the fucking kidney. Oh shit. Oh man. There's a lot of stuff I can handle, but there are just a couple things that I just. Hey, man, 
Antifa lovers start dressing like Trumpy and show off, Brooks is going to turn around and run. <laughs> hey, don't feel oh, bad, Brooke. I, hey, I threw a girl out in front of that spider. <laughs> Remember that? I fucking yeah. shoved a girl towards that spider. Yeah. John's <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, uh, it was the funniest shit in the planet, man. I fucking straight shoved her towards it. I was like, I ain't fucking with that fucking thing. I said, I'll wrestle a gator, but I ain't fucking with no spiders, man. That's uh, climbing down the door, and it was huge. Fuck you. I, I, told, I told Mel, just, you know, hit it so it's, you know, kill it. And then all of a sudden, everybody was running around and, you know, trying to push kids toward it and, you know, get somebody to take care of it. <laughs> all it was was a spider. <laughs> We'll get you. We'll get you a keychain with spider on it. We'll get. We'll get Brooke one with Chucky on it. Hanging from your car mirrors. (laughs) Right. Remember, John. Remember, I know where you live. Damn it, bro. Hey, I'm your buddy. Brooke, you you don't know where I live. I saved your life. I was was trying to get Mel to kill a spider for you. <laughs> well, she she wanted. She She needed somebody to kill that Chucky though. Well, I know. I didn't know. She just, spiders don't bother. She just. She just fucking ate it. <laughs> hey, brother James, come walk around that corner. Broke out that machete. James yeah, was like, "Oh almost, fuck!" <laughs> almost got his head split open with a fucking machete. Good lord. I thought Brooke was gonna take him out, man. <laughs> yeah, they were swinging wide around that doorway, <laughs> checking it out. Yeah, you got it. Oh, girl was just fucking rolling too the whole time. She fucking, she was like, Brooke's fucking kind of crazy. She's like, I like her. I was like, I told you guys to fucking. I said, I told Kinda. you guys to like one another, man. I <laughs> Right in the garage and grabbed a machete. <laughs> yeah, first time ever bringing this chick around. Fucking got one of the sisters fucking chopping somebody's head off. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought I might take her off, but, you know. No, it's cool. She liked it. <laughs> oh, she liked it. <laughs> That's why I got to keep her around, man. She's a good girl, but she's twisted, so. She's like fucking Holly Quinn, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till conference when we all gather. Oh, yeah. No yeah. Shit. As, I as I celebrate another birthday during National Conference. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I celebrated uh, the past. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad you buy your own present, JD, because we suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I don't say anything because I know you guys are going to try to get me back for all that other bullshit I've done in the past. So I don't even say anything about, hey, it's my birthday. 
I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little bit, I'm a little fucking smarter than that. I tell you, the day after is my birthday. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> birthday yesterday. Uh, yeah, I guess what? Guys can't fuck with me today. Yeah, I, I turned 41 yesterday. <laughs> but you're going to be 41 in one day today. <laughs> yeah, I'm older than that. But I was just, it, it, it was, I was rhetorical speaking. I try to make myself try to make myself younger than I really am. Do I? Yeah. Are you like seventy three or something like that? <laughs> Damn. Jesus. <laughs> well, if I am, I I look pretty damn good for fucking seventy three. <laughs> I would yeah. agree with that. I I will agree with that all day long. <laughs> I, I look good for I look good for fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but hey, uh, you know, Mel. Uh, I guess we need. It's nine thirty. You're gonna have to go pick up your boy, and I guess we need to close down the yeah. show. And <laughs> uh, you know, hey, uh, in closing. Uh, Love all my brothers and sisters, uh, and, and in the past, I've given a lot of them shit, and uh, they've taken a lot of shit from me, but, I mean, just in fun, not, not being serious. Um, you know, what it really comes down to is we, we are the finest organization on this planet as far as uh, a white organization. We're not really white supremacy. We don't promote. We, we what we promote is white order. I mean, right. we are the. I mean, we are the order within the white order. Um, you know, we, whatever we're labeled, then so be it. Um, but I just want to hang out with my white-minded brothers, like my like, you know, my white-kinded brothers, and and enjoy a national conference or a union conference or any kind of conference that we have. And oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter who you are in the organization, whether you're a probate or a soon-to-be probate or Dennis um, McGiffin or myself or anybody else. I mean, I love all my brothers the same, and I treat everybody the same, and I will tell you that. Him and I have been brothers for a lot of years. Um, what it really comes down to is we're not just brothers. We're not just sisters. We are fucking family, and we will fucking stick right. together through thick and thin, through blood or water. We will stick together where others will fail. Fucking right, bro. That is my... That is my message tonight, and if anybody else has anything else to uh, add to this show, now's the time to do it. We got the hearing uh, uh, review coming up this next month. Yeah, Terry so Hall's place. <clears throat> yeah, it's Terry Hall's place. We'll be gathering at Terry Hall's place in uh, Taylorville. When is it? Uh, sometime this next month. He's got to put a date on it here in a minute. Yeah, he, he was telling me about oh. it earlier. 
Well, have Terry give me a call. Give me a give me a text message or whatever. He's got my private uh, cell phone number, and I will put it on the web page. I won't put the address on the web page because the Antifa is, is supposedly getting badass, and I guess Antifa is going to have bump stocks and everything else ready for us white supremacists. <laughs> well, go fuck hey. yourself, Antifa. That's what. <laughs> That's why I like this organization. Not only do we do everything 100% legal, we're not out there being media whores. We're not out there right. being Jewish media whores. We're not out there fucking saying, hey, we're not out there doing a march uh, in you know, Charlottesville, Virginia. You know, and, you know, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't do anything good. No, it just causes more drama for us, really and that's what we don't need. People really need to wake up. And, yes, I'm talking about you, Richard Spencer. Yes, I'm talking about you. Um, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm talking about everybody. I mean, you know, there is talk, you know, whether it's uh, Matt Heimbach or uh, Jeff Soup. Shut up or put up or get the fuck out. <laughs> That's what it really amounts to. Shut up or put it up or get the fuck out. Fucking right. Stop putting yourselves in the Jewish media's eye and giving us, uh, which we don't do. We're off the radar. And we continue to be off the radar. But these assholes out there continue to put us on the radar. Fucking right. And, and, and not to my liking. And if anybody wants to get a hold of me, get a hold of me at the digitalsmc.org. I'm SSJT. <laughs> Feel free. Yeah, victory, brother. <laughs> Feel free. Country dude, do you have a um, uh, a soul's uh, oh. address yet? Well, I did, man, but uh, for some reason I can't get on to it. Me and uh, Mel were talking about that uh, a couple weeks back and shit. <laughs> I thought I created Mel, did you create it or did I create it? You did. I got your cell phone number and shit. I mean, you talk about it. <clears throat> what, what what part can you not get into? Um, For some reason, it wouldn't let me log in. I, I typed in how uh, me and Mel both did it at the same time on different fucking things and uh, same password, the whole nine yards, and then he redid the password and I retried it and I still couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into the GoDaddy website thing at all. Huh. Yeah, for some reason it was fucked up, man. Okay, well, I'll work on that tonight, brother, and um, I'll try to get you in. Um, but um, Brother John, uh, Brother Ed, um, anybody else have anything to add for this show? Not me. I'm cool, man. I appreciate it all. Thanks for the fucking patch, y'all. Much appreciated. You earned it. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you did earn it. 
Felt good, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell victory. Well, it all, it, Fucking it hell it victory, though. Man, it always feels good to be acknowledged. Hell yeah, man. That's All so right, good to be back, you know. Brother Mel needs to go pick up his kid, and um, so I, you know, I guess I'm the host tonight. Uh, from South Africa to Canada to to all the other New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, and um, all across the United States. And I thank everybody for listening and uh, and for partaking in this show and. Um, this is SSJD and Hell Victory and White Power, White Pride Worldwide and LR Victory. Hell Victory. 88. SS Country.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.